0: DJ PK, I'll take some toast. is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021, and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment. Or visit www.UtahHairMD.com. Question of the day. Where does the Rose Bowl rank on the Utah Athletic Department's list of accomplishments? Number two. Number two?
1: Yeah. Football is number
0: one. You got the NCAA Final Four. You got moving to the Pac 12. You got the undefeated Fiesta Bowl BCS busting season, the Sugar Bowl season, building the new football stadium. I'm not sure what else I would put on the top 10 list, but no, some of them I would me covering them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The ability for them to be in proximity to you and your
1: greatness, yeah. clearly. I mean, the only guy who's been to the Final Four Sugar Bowl Festival Bowl, and now this. Who's not a fan? <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> he was going to go either way. <laughs> I was only going to go if it was paid. I didn't have to spend a penny. Yeah. He was going to go either way. Neither did he. But he was going to go either way. Probably. <laughs> He's a fan. That's all right. Be a fan. That's fine. You want to be a fan? Be a fan. I don't care. No skin off your back. But if you got on your license plates a Crimson Club decade of whatever the hell it then is. Then you're a fan. You're a fan. Let's just call it like it is. It's okay. You can be a fan. I don't even, I'd i rather know you're a fan than you try to hide you're a fan I deal with the truth. Don't try to BS me; that bothers me. So he's a fan. Whoop do you do? I don't care. I'm not a fan. Where does the Rose Bowl rank
0: on the athletic department's list of accomplishment? Kevin says under R for Rose Bowl.
1: Yeah, your wife thinks you're funny, Kevin. I'll give you that. That's true. She thinks you're funny. So I would I would run with that.
0: Shane says, it was inevitable that it was going to happen. The Pac-12 is mediocre at best. Utah beat a team that was vastly overrated. No one cares about the Pac-12 east of Colorado. Let's hope Ohio State pounds the mighty youths and teaches them what big boy football is all about. Go Cougs. (laughs) I assume so. Shane's got an L.A. Dodger logo up there for his avatar. Oh, so he's a
1: a California Latter-day Saint, and he moved here. Aren't you a That's Richella? a new story. <laughs> and the Lakers come to town. <sighs> the upper bowl explodes.
0: <laughs> uh, Bradley says it depends on if beating a bunch of Pac-12 teams is a significant accomplishment or not.
1: You'd have to ask those folks on the committee who thought until they played Utah that they were worthy of the third spot. That's where Oregon was. Yeah, All set up. So if they thought Oregon was something, good on them. If they didn't, then yeah, you beat a bunch of nobodies. But I mean, you just look at Ohio State. I mean, they just creamed everybody who's somebody in that Pac twelve, our Big Ten. Except they didn't.
0: Who'd they beat Michigan State? They lit up Michigan State. And they beat Penn
1: State, depending on whether you think Penn State seven is. Seven and five. Yeah, I know. Penn State is somebody. They're seven and five. Is Iowa somebody? I think that whoever Pitt. the hell Penn State's quarterback is, he's seven, seven and five. Because it's only the quarterback who gets the wins. Huh?
0: Is Ohio State going to go ten and three, zero and two against the lousy Pac twelve, and ten and one against everybody else? Oh, I, I literally pray. <laughs>
1: literally, <laughs> drop your knees, and I am not a praying man. To. Did you see that radio dude from Dayton? I did not. Oh, yeah. That was making the rage yesterday. You want me to read it? I've got it right here. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I know the quote you're talking about. I didn't realize he was a Dayton radio guy. I love the Rose Bowl, but I hate the tradition robs Ohio State State, of a better bowl game play Oklahoma. Ohio State versus Oregon, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Clemson. But we're stuck with Utah. Utah's good. Could be a good game. But the opponent and matchup is still underwhelming.
1: F you. (laughs) Fetch you. Get out of town, man. That just seriously bugs me. And and it's also like, if somebody in Utah, one idiot, or multiple idiots, do a racist racist act, then the whole state's racist. And we've got no problem dumping on the whole state. I know, I'm aware. Yeah. If, if 10 people do it, then every single person, including me, I'm a racist, because I live in Utah. And... We just dump on Utah, and it's just socially acceptable to just dump on Utah all you want. You can do whatever. Never n- 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 never mind, they, they may do five trillion things. Not that one act of anything the wrong is acceptable, because it isn't. But we just go to that and project everybody. And Utah, in the sports, and, and, and it's been this way for years. The day before the NBA draft, they have breakouts. And I'm sitting right next to Van Horn who, you know, I knew him, covered him the entire time. We both came from California the same year, right? And he's going to be the second pick because Tim Duncan was going to be the number one pick. He was the presumed second pick, which he was. They traded him and blah, blah, blah. And what did he, I think he ended up playing for Jersey. Is that what it was? Or Philly, vice versa, whatever it was. Uh, And somebody's asking him, you know, do do you hold a grudge that you weren't uh, recruited by the Pac-10? Because they just assumed you went to Utah, and you're a California kid, so the only reason you we went to Utah is because you weren't rec- you weren't recruited by the Pac-10 at the time. And he says, I was recruited by the pac And he starts naming the coaches who were in his living room. But it's just assumed that he wasn't. Yep. And they had two things. They assumed he wasn't recruited by the Pac-10, and they re- assumed he was Mormon. Because they started asking him questions about being Mormon. And he said... Well, I'm not. And you're not? Know, oh, awesome. whoa, whoa, whoa. mind's blown. What's the deal? I thought, you know, no, no, and he looks at me, he says he says, "What would you say? How much of the state is Mormon?" <laughs> How much of saw? He looked at me. All of a sudden, you're he, Wikipedia yeah. before Wikipedia. Because yeah. uh, I'm literally sitting, and I'm asking you no questions, because I had questioned him out. Four years of questions. But you got to be there in case <laughs> he says something. Oh, it's my job. They right. He up, might say something sent me back there. Right. Of course I had to be there, right. yeah. But I was I was, I was. was reporting on the scene mm-hmm. rather than me interviewing Keith. Right. I, I interviewed him a million times at that point, right? And obviously he knew who I was. And, he's, and I'm sitting literally right next to him. So we start having a discussion. About yeah. Latter Day Saint population in in the Salt Lake area, and I'm, you know I wasn't—I'd only been living here for four years at the time, obviously because I moved here when he was a freshman, and this at this point he was a senior, and so we're going back and forth. So all these assumptions. And Utah, it's like the fine bomb. What was it last year? Nobody wants to see, or two years ago, I guess, uh, when they were knocking on the door late in the season and of uh, uh, potentially getting it, getting the bid there. And you know, not want to see Utah in there. It just, it just chaps me so bad. And this guy, you're a media dude. Not, don't be a. You're gonna be a fan. <laughs> I mean, I know I just said you want to be a fan, you did, it, but <laughs> but don't, but don't enter. You can be a fan, but don't. I don't think Fox lets it. He's a fan of the Utes, fine. But I, when I watch the Tim do his work, I don't it's think. Just the Boy, work. that's a fan. Right. What's he thinking? No, it's no, true. you can be a fan all you want. But he says stuff, and you're not like that's crazy. Whereas this, you're like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It's the Rose Bowl They he, won the conference. Fox Conquers. can yeah. report on the Cougars, the Aggies. And you don't come away with whatever, like, oh man, he hates them, he's a fan. No, He just is reporting. When you're you can be a fan, but when it's time to report in the business, I don't want your fandom. And I've known Dave Fox for years, at least for me. I've never felt like, well, he does an unprofessional job if it's fill-in-the-blank school. And the only professional job he does is on Utah. No, that's not true at all. He wouldn't have lasted all this time if that were the case. Because for many years, and maybe even today, there's more BYU fans. So he can go do a job and be a professional while still being a fan. This guy takes fanboy stuff crosses it into the professional work. That's unprofessional, as far as I'm concerned. Can't do that. Question of the day,
0: where does the Rose Bowl rank on the Utah Athletic Department's list of accomplishments? Brian says the Pac-12 and the Rose Bowl isn't what it used to be. They
1: did achieve their goal in getting there. Isn't what it's used to be. That's this yearly basis, it isn't what it, what it used to be. Nobody
0: really wants to answer this
1: question. They all just want to dismiss the question. Right, the Cougars want to belittle it. Like idiot you'd fans who want to pretend BYU is not their rival and let's diminish them to the point of non-existence. When actually, having them be your rival gives you more separation, not less. Don't be logical about a rivalry, you would tell me. And now I will tell you. I'm not you. being logical. I'm being truthful. You're being both. I, but I'm it not is inter- true. I'm only interested in the truth. I spit truth loogies. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> 7.38. <laughs> That's truth what loogie I coming up. Every morning. Incoming. For 20 wow. years, and I think it's probably going to last about 32 years in total. Oh, really? Isn't that, That's your number one? Yeah. You've yeah. seen the future. I, I, I met with my financial guy. <laughs> <laughs> David says it does
0: not rank above. Here's a guy who's taking the question seriously. It does not rank above an NCAA championship game basketball appearance, and it does not rank above beating Alabama. So I'm going to
1: say third all time. I think it does rank above the Sugar Bowl. The Sugar Bowl. In the Superdome, I've, I've covered football and basketball in the Superdome. And when you're inside, you can't even see the outside. It's a sterile environment. Domes are weird. They now, are... Not all of them, though. Really? Yeah, because you know... Dome was weird. It was very sterile. Right. Everything you're saying about the Superdome... I agree. Yeah. And the Metrodome, I've covered <clears throat> I covered basketball. That better. was completely weird. But, you know, yeah, you go to Allegiant. Too. I've been to Allegiant now three times. Two for games and one for a concert. And you can see outside... They're building glass into a lot of them. Minnesota's got a glass yeah, yeah, wall, and yeah, it's, yeah. So that's a new thing. And a lot of them have retractables. Yeah. So, depending on the day or the weather, like was, a, you can yeah. dig and open the window. Right. Or the roof, as you call it. So, <laughs> the ceiling is the window. Yeah. I call it the window. Essentially, that's what it is. And, or they have the windows. Arizona's baseball stadium has windows in addition to the retractable, and the windows open too. Nice. So they can, they can have the thing closed, but well, then they had the that, windows They open. had that lightning delay in L.A. and
0: SoFi Stadium because it's yeah. got a roof, but it's also open. The roof doesn't connect to the walls the way uh-huh. it kind of hangs above it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've
1: seen all forts, all sorts of configurations. But the um, Alamo Dome was super sterile for the Alamo Bowl two years ago. And I mean, the, the Sugar Bowl. Time. And come on. No, no. And, and here, you, the sand gabs, and the sun's going to reflect off the sand gables. Come on. And the parade, the morning of, the, the Rose Bowl parade is simply the most famous parade uh, associated with football. I mean, obviously, you got the Thanksgiving parades, uh, the Macy's Day parade, which is the number one parade in the world. Not just... In the country, in the world, the Macy's Day Parade is certainly its tradition. If you don't partake of it, you're a nincompoop.
0: He's taken a shot at me because earlier uh, no, on the show, I have said many times, not earlier
1: this morning, but earlier in previous no, years, well, like, I don't get up for that no, thing. I don't I'm like parades. you, though. I don't listen to what you say. Like, Thanks. You, coach just, just yesterday, you asked the very question that I'd already asked to Nick Ford. You don't pay attention to my questions. So I don't remember ever you saying that you don't get up for whatever. I don't. I don't give a crap what you get up for. I'm not trying to convince you of truth. Truth stands alone. You can either accept it or deny it. That's your call. But the Macy's Day Parade is the best parade. That has nothing to do with whether you like parades or not. I don't give a crap whether you like parades. You can like whatever you like. And dislike that doesn't that's it's separate. The Macy's Day Parade is the best parade. Now associated with football, it is the Rose Bowl Parade. There is no better parade. And I have been to my Fiesta Bowl parade in my hometown, and it's still this. So the Sugar Bowl, no, no beating out Alabama wasn't what they were. Ohio State is what it is.
0: Well, if Ohio State is what it is, Ohio State fans would tell you they'd be undefeated. They can't go every And year. in a playoff. No, no one does that every year.
1: No one no one does that every single year. It does not happen. So, no. Ohio State is what it is. It is still a premier, one of the top two or three premier programs in the country. Michigan got them. Just like BYU got Utah. It's going to end some point. Win streaks of eight and nine games in rivalry games, (laughs) and you don't win them all, because nobody does. So they got them this year. Good on Michigan. Front-running Yacht, wearing a Michigan shirt today. (laughs) Go blue. Haven't seen that thing all of a sudden. I wore my Michigan shirt to work out yesterday, funny enough. Uh, So they got them, but that doesn't... That does not take away from anything from Ohio State. So, Ohio State fans would not tell you that. They would tell you they got us this year. We've gotten them nine out of 10, just the way the Utes have gotten the Cougars nine out of 10. It's going to happen. ASU has a five game winning streak over Arizona. It's not going to reach 10. It just doesn't, that's not the way it works in rivalries. When it's your, you know, if it's a secondary rivalry, Army, or excuse me, Navy and Notre Dame or something, yeah, okay. But not the primary rivalry. It just, it just isn't. Where does the Rose Bowl rank on the athletic department's list of accomplishments?
0: The Utes have done some cool stuff. Where do you put this one? And some people just can't help themselves. Gray says, Utah's played 24 bowl games and won 17. BYU's played in 38, not too shabby, but they've only won 16 of them. Great, that's not the question. (laughs) People just want to turn everything into debating the rivalry. Let's compare all-time bowl records. The question was, where does this rank on the
1: Utes list of accomplishments? Yeah. Let's compare schools' bowl records. I think bowl records used to mean something, but not anymore. Like we just said, Thibodeau's out. The Devils are going to play Wisconsin in the Vegas Bowl. Their leading rusher is gone, and their second leading rusher is gone. <laughs>
0: so well, it's, even it's even over team. the course right, even over the course of Lavelle's career, changed. It went from playing bowl games, and his bowl record was really bad early on. He won some later. He changed some things. He didn't play as many top ten and top fifteen teams. That used to be the only people going to bowl games. Now there's forty bowl games. Hey, so, we're top seventy. We're in a bowl game. We're six and six.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, but I. I I think your level of bowl is usually commensurate to the opponent's level of bowl. so it's not like you're six and five and you're getting an 11 and zero team. and I realize the Cougars do that against Michigan uh, but in t- today's world it, it it's even usually you're playing a team of a similar season. but guys opting out it just doesn't matter. Some of them do, and I think Utah and the Rose Bowl. This will be their crowning achievement as a football program because Ohio State is what it is. There's no excuses. Yeah, they lost a game. The Oregon game doesn't matter that they lost because I don't think they would go anyway. They lost to Michigan. I think the Big Ten was only getting one team in, and it was Michigan because Michigan got you. So that was it. So the way I look at it, that's a one-loss Ohio State team. And come on. You beat these guys, there's no yeah buts. And they got a bunch of young dudes. Oh, and who did I hear? I, somebody. Oh, Brock Eward. He does a show, uh, a college. They do it on one of the states, Channel 80, on the on the serious thing. Just, he was cringing for Utah. Naming all those young DBs, having to guard Olavi and those guys. Yeah. They can't do it. The youth secondary won't be able to handle Ohio State's 3 stars. So I'm seaters. ready to give Brock Eward the finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, you're ranked number one. I didn't say that one. <laughs> you didn't have to. It was implied. Because <laughs> I listened to him yesterday, and he was going, oh, oh, he's like cringing.
0: They've made a lot of big plays. Oregon beat him in a high-scoring game. Michigan beat him on a day that was less than ideal to throw the ball. But with the San Gabriel's, or as you like to say, the San Gabes, yeah, the shimmering San Gabes. in the background,
1: oh. it'll probably be an awesome day for throwing the ball. Of course it will. God shines upon that bowl game every single year. DJ and PK,
0: Frank Dolce, you'd Insider, coming up in about 15 minutes right here on The Zone.